was I was never in a gang, but I can spell bloods with my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. Well, good morning. Uh, Pastor Josh here with Pastor Carl and Pastor Adam. How you guys doing this morning? Shalom. Doing good? <laughs> not not that good, but yeah. <laughs> doing great. <laughs> I, I've been awake since, you know. So, yeah. So, since 3.30, actually. Oh, right. So Pastor mercy. Adam, he was our guest speaker yesterday. Um, people in his church have blessed him with this. He basically can fly for free anywhere he wants to, which is awesome. Mm-hmm but it's standby, so he kind of just keeps going to the airport over and over again, hoping to get out of here. It's like ground. But uh, it was, it, yeah, right, right. But it was God's will that he was here this morning to do the podcast, because I kept saying, we should do the podcast, and he was like, well, you should just call me, because I'm probably going to be gone, but you're still you're still I'm here. I'm still here. You're still, your time's not up. Who, who, who was in Groundhog's Day? Dan Aykroyd? That was uh, Dan. Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, right. Yeah. yeah. You're, the you're like, what's that Tom Hanks movie? The Terminal? You're like the oh, Terminal, yeah. like yeah. Groundhog's yeah. Day. Yeah. Right. All, Bill Murray. All you have together. no home. You just yeah. look at the airport. <laughs> over and over. All white people same. I get them mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, if you're hearing this and he's still in Michigan, be praying for him to get out of here. But hopefully you're not because it's Tuesday morning if you're listening to this. So hopefully he's at home with his kids. How are your yeah. kids doing with you being gone? You know, they, they miss us, yeah. and I miss them. And Yesterday was Father's Day, so that's probably a bummer. Yeah. Well, we're going to go see The Incredibles oh, tomorrow because okay. it's $5 Tuesday Have night. they seen there the first go. one? Because it came out before yeah, they were born. Yeah, they've seen the first one you know, a long time ago because we own it. Okay. I've heard the first one's the best. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I saw it one. once in theaters like 14 years ago, and I've never seen it. So I, I don't really say, understand the like, time. It was 14 years between the two. Um, so yeah. I don't really understand the hype, but it seems like it's getting a lot of, a I, it's, lot of hype. It's the adults now, right. you know, who yeah. saw it when they're they like were like nine, kids. and yeah. it was like, yes! Well, it's the same with and like now they're like mid-20s. Right? Like, yep. yeah. Finding Nemo, my kids were like one and two, and now they're 12 and 11, and it's like... Finding Dory was like, man, I'm not even interested, Dad. Right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. what's that about? <laughs> you know? Or uh, so. like Toy Story. I heard they're making another one, Toy Story yeah, 4. Yeah, but that but one's going to be for gosh. That one, though. That's like I was a kid. Yeah. Right. The first one came out when we were in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the third one came out when, well, when Andy's going to like college or whatever. It was the year that I was going to college. So I went and saw it with my oh, parents. Presh. And they were just, they were sobbing. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're living <laughs> it right now. Like, oh, our son's yeah. about to leave. And Don't give away your toys, Josh. <laughs> Please take Woody with Dad, you. I'm 18. I don't have any toys. No toys. It's funny. Um, but anyways, yesterday, uh, Pastor Adam spoke, and uh, I don't know about you, Pastor Carl, but I was first service. I needed some Kleenex because I was just um, uh, Pastor crying Carl doesn't cry. I think, I think uh, OG twos can't cry. I, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like um, a lot of times you're speaking on the Father's love and the heart of the Father, and... Um, I'd get it. I'd listen to it. But I think since my son's been born in December, mm. kind of hearing you talk about it just wrecks me in a way that it didn't before mm-hmm. because I am a father now. Mm-hmm. So even when you're talking yesterday about um, God, like breathing life into our nostrils and just thinking about my son being born and like God breathing life into his nostrils when he was born, that was like, I don't know why, but that line right there was just, it was wrecking me yesterday. 
So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you. um, Well, I I think like you're saying, I, I think hearing from you guys, some of your takeaways, you know, some of the things that like you just shared. Yeah. um, You know, I only had like 20 minutes to talk. Right. (laughs) Pastor Jason ate like. 10 of them yeah. with his intro. Well, we told him to give him a good intro, but we didn't mean give him a 20-minute intro. Yeah. <laughs> so it was 10 minutes. Right, yeah, yeah, however long it was. Yeah. It was good. Well, I, I, to add to the father narrative, you know, one of the cool things that I took away is the fact that the message of sin mm-hmm. not necessarily or primarily being a moral stance, but being about death and life, you know, mm-hmm. I think is, yeah. is such an important thing to grasp onto. And, and something that I think the Holy Spirit has continually taught this church and through this church over the years, you know, hearing Pastor Jim talk about, you know, uh, belong, behave, be- or b- behave, believe, belong, whatever it, you know the yeah. whatever it is. I can't remember yeah, yeah. which the which order was <laughs> the order. Yeah, first. yeah, belong yeah, first. Like you belong before you right, but be, yeah, yeah, you know, and and having that come to this point of where you know sin, you know, primarily is about death and life, mm-hmm. not moral behavior. Now, moral behavior does come, mm-hmm. you know, along, and God does expect us to you know act justly and yeah, behave you know, rightly, right, totally. right, you know, but that foundational belief about sin is separation from God. And I just, that, you know, when you said that the cross, the law reveals sin, the cross doesn't reveal sin. This cross takes care of sin. Like that's, that's such a great message that I think has been consistent with the message of this place for a long time. So I thought that was really cool to, you know, God laid that on your heart. And yeah. 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 That is good. Yeah. Yeah. It was real good. It was a timely <laughs> message. <laughs> I mean, just hearing you say it is really good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and I know yesterday you were kind of talking about, it, it was a message on sin. It was Father's love, but you talk a lot about sin too. And um, I think you kept trying to get across the point of, like, the acts of sin are are wrong, but you were trying to go deeper than that of it being why we do what right, we do. Right, why we... And I was wondering yeah. if you could, like, expand on that a yeah. little bit. Because you kept I, trying to say it, but I don't know, like, if you had enough time to really, like, dig yeah, as I'd, deep I'd as you wanted to. Faster Way to go, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm learning... I think that statement, I don't think I mentioned it too many times. First service, but second service, I got to talk a little bit more about when you know who you are, you know what to do. Yeah. And I think sin at its core is an identity problem you know like yeah. just my mind just went to um judas who had spent his three same three years that everyone else did with jesus saw the mm-hmm. same miracles um yet continued to have relationship with money um so much so that he betrayed jesus for money right and everybody would look at judas's life as he was stealing from the money bag and say well he had a money problem and the reality is, is he had a relational problem, mm. you know, and that's usually why sin exists is because we have relationship with stuff and things and pleasures. And yeah. when really we are relational beings created to have a relationship with just one and, um, and with God's people. And when we substitute 
then our identity is broken, and then we respond from broken identity, and that's why you have bad behavior. You know, the whole, if you behave like, you know, if, if you're acting like a thug, it's because you believe you're a thug. You know? Right. Not yeah. a good thug. Right. No. The bad thugs. <laughs> Whatever that is. Right. Wait, life and death thugs. <laughs> I, I just, a little bit, a little bit off topic, but I feel like something that you do so well when you speak is you mix good humor and then you just throw a deep, something deep in there and people... I don't know. I feel like people listen to you well because it's like, oh, that was really funny. I'm going to wait for the next joke. And then it ends up being like really deep theological statement. And it's just, mm. I don't know. I feel like that's wow. part of the reason why people well, listen thanks. to you so much. Well, it makes me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't jokes think I'm really that funny. I think I thrive in awkward situations. Uh, yeah, 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 like you, you were talking about yeah, chewing, yeah, on, yeah, chewing on baby's thighs yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told my in-laws that after church and they were like, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, you'd have to be there. Yeah, it was what funny was funny was, was, was funny. how many people were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like, I know exactly what, what church is this? Right. Yeah. Or you were talking well, about Prometheus yesterday. And no well, one, I love no, that movie. Carl was the only one that was one like, of my yeah, favorite Prometheus. movies. Man. Well, I think that that statement still had some, there was still like truth in the statement that we were hoping that we sure. were going to find out more about their creators, the right. engineers. Yeah. Right, and, right, right. And I think all of us are like in this Prometheus search of. <laughs> if you haven't seen Prometheus, uh, watch it and then come back. It's to the pretty podcast. awesome. No, later. don't. Oh, or don't. Oh, watch don't, it. Watch don't watch it. No, it. why? I mean, you should. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Is there anything so. bad? I can't remember. Oh, shoot. I, what are we endorsing? <laughs> don't watch it. Don't watch it. No. Until I don't later. remember, we'll actually. Okay. But the cinematography in it's wonderful. Oh, that's true. That is very true. This is going to end up being a podcast about movies. Yeah. It's no. all going to be edited. <laughs> Cut that out. Um, something else that you said yesterday that I kind of was hoping that you'd dig on a little bit, just kind of selfishly, um, you were talking about your kids and mm-hmm. uh behavior i think oh, i can't yeah. remember specifically what the line was that you you don't correct your kids when they act when they act out you don't correct the behavior you more correct well i don't spend a lot of time on their behavior i yeah. spend more on their belief system okay because um you know I, I i was trying to get a point across by saying you know that our behavior is a direct result of what we believe and mm-hmm. again identity comes back to how i think yeah. So like like a practical sense, like when I'm correcting my son, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'll remind him first, I say, um, you know, Micah, you're a kind boy. Yeah. And kind boys don't behave this way. You right. know, I first identify who they are, their truest form. Yeah. And then um, start speaking about the lie that they're believing without mm-hmm. getting into the, you know, the theology behind sure, it yeah. is, sure. and I and I do lecture. Like, there's a lot of talking with my kids when it's right. correcting something, and yeah. they probably hate it. But um, <laughs> they hate at it least now. at least they know at the end of it who they are. Yeah, right. and I think right. that's, I think every parent learning it's I need to spend more time correcting their their belief system than their behavior, which mm. doesn't mean you let them get away with anything. Right. It simply means that. That's your focus. Is their attitude? Yeah. It's where's that attitude coming from, and why is it responding this way? You know? I think that's more powerful because you're talking. Then you're not treating a symptom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not taking an aspirin or mm-hmm. you know putting a band aid on something. You're actually addressing the root cause for 
you know, I chose to steal this because I believe we didn't have enough or, you know, because I believe that God wouldn't provide or whatever that may be. So that's a powerful form of, I I don't even know that I would call that correction so much as encouragement, you know what I mean? Within, you know, reminding them who they who they are. I mean, I guess there's correction in that, but well, I think correction, you know, gets a bad rap, you know, because it's been misused and by spiritual leaders and our parents and by us and correction is encouragement. It's criticism that or critiquing is the, um, is the, the, the blame and shame game, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's what I want my kids to avoid, you know, is feeling a sense of, I have to hide, that's what shame tells us you know that i'm not worthy not worthy you know i'm not worthy of love and affection and connection right now so Hmm. right that's why i hate shame yeah just kick that in the teeth (laughs) punch it in the throat so i feel like go um, thug on it (laughs) good thug good thug yeah yeah. (laughs) i feel like uh often Oh boy, we're spelling blood with our fingers. Well, like, yeah. like, we're trying to. Confirmed. Uh, uh, um, I feel like a lot of times pastors, lead pastors, they'll have like their, everything revolves around one topic that they want. Like Pastor Jim's is outreach and salvation and reaching the lost. Um, I feel like yours is predominantly the Father's heart and the love of the Father for us and kind of everything flows from that um i'm just curious where that came from from for you is it because of your your dad growing up i think Um, i think primarily a lot of it came from that and the lack thereof after he passed away right you know and this search for um i think in my own heart in my own life you know of still to some degree trying to make him proud you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Not even realizing in that that he was already proud and yeah. always has been, you know? Right. So I think a lot of it comes from that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, <clears throat> and I don't mean to bowl on anybody else's lanes, but <laughs> I feel like the primary message of Jesus was to reveal the heart of the Father. Right. Um, like that was his purpose. Yeah. Like that was why he came, was mm-hmm. to reveal the nature of the Father. And... Um, so I feel like for me, I connect with that, that, that narrative really well because I had a good dad, so I don't avoid yeah. it. You know what I mean? I think if I had, right. if I didn't have a good dad that I wouldn't understand it to the degree that I do now, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Right. Just from, uh, from a new dad, um, what was it about your dad that made him so, so great when you think back? His mustache. His mustache. Yeah. <laughs> His mustaches are bad. He passed away when you were seven. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. So, I think, I mean, there are a lot. You know, there's layers. Yeah. There's so many layers and right. so many great moments and great things. And probably things that you don't even realize till you get older. Of, totally. Man, he was so good at this. Now that you, you know, have your own kids. He was. My dad was a truth teller, mm-hmm. and to us about how he felt towards us yeah even so i can remember a moment when he had said something that was negative towards us 
and him apologizing right right after he had said it like yeah i don't know where that came from and i'm sorry and i was like 10 right you know and i can remember that i yeah. remember that that's humility right um so i mean he was a humble guy and um yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing that stands out. And I think the biggest thing is that he just believed in us. Right. So mm-hmm. if we're like, hey, that's I'm going to go to the moon, it's like, you're going to be an astronaut? You can do that. Go yeah. for it. You know, it wasn't this, right. well, we'll wait till reality hits. And I just think yeah. we all felt like we were believed in. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like just from you and Brooke came over for a couple of hours the other day and just kind of met with Lauren and I and got to meet our son. Yeah, and, and you're uh, selling your house, by the way. And we're selling our house. Yeah, yeah, it goes up today. If you want to buy a house in Holly. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. Shameless plug. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that now. They came Sorry, over. we stopped by, saw your yeah, son. right. Um, I threw some gold dust on him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he looked up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was swept up in a cloud of glory, yeah. and uh, yeah. we haven't seen him since. <laughs> so, Actually, yeah. a single angel feather laying where he, <laughs> <laughs> where, where he was. Yeah, well, Lauren was carrying a doll on Sunday. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm thinking just from uh, yesterday was Father's Day. Um, me being a new dad this is going to end up just being a selfish podcast, but uh, that's okay. It was Father's Day yesterday, and I think there are a lot of... I was actually just asking Adam today, I said, um, what's different about the church from five years ago to now? And he said he feels like it's a lot younger, which mm-hmm. actually surprised me a lot. Um, but if, it, if that is the case, then that probably means there's a lot of young families that will listen to this podcast. And I'm just curious, you guys have both been dads for a while now, um, Give advice to a new dad. I have a six-month-old. Um, what do you wish you knew whenever you had one kid that was six months old that you didn't know that you do know now? You guys have kids that are both pretty similar in age. You each mm-hmm. have the same amount of kids. So, right, for, now. for now. For now, for like five he, more he's weeks. He's about to win. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm winning. You are. Right. Remember, yeah. I'm the first. Although, yeah, yeah, yeah. although, although your, your wife was holding my kid the other day, and she's like, I keep telling Carl that four, is, that four is the number. Stop. Like, you need to. You guys like, do. I'm, I'm cool. Babies. I'm cool with four. She just wanted like eight. to talk <laughs> yeah. her down to four. I, feel, I should be I a hostage negotiator. <laughs> but I think when you get to four, I've heard it's like having 20. Yeah, I think when you're at four, it's like you might as well just have 20. Because your life's chaotic. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, anymore. I'll let those people continue on right. that thought while yeah. I have four. <laughs> but anyways, just curious. I know I'm just kind of throwing that on you guys. You didn't have any time to think about it. but um. No, I mean, actually, with Father's Day yesterday, it was very reflective for yeah. that kind of stuff. For me, at least. I, right. I can't speak for you. But I, you know, I, I think one of the most important things that we've tried to do is keep our kids surrounded in a village, you know, Mm -hmm. um, not just kids that love and care about them, but, uh, like-minded friends of ours that we allow to speak into our kids' lives, you know, because we only have as parents, while we may be the primary impactors in their lives, we're not the only impactors in their lives. And I think, you know, not that you're trying to keep them in a bubble or anything like that, but if I can surround my kids with a village, with community, Mm -hmm. um, and have the the same or, or some variation of the same message being pointed at them, about God, about life, about the different viewpoints that 
you know, exist in this world and how to handle things and the questions that they may have and for them to know that, you know, while mom and dad are always there for them, mom and dad aren't the only ones that are always right. there for them, I think has been yeah. one of the most important things that we've con- continuously attempted to create for not just our kids, but for us too, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I, I think if you're a a young dad or, or even an old dad out there and, you know, you don't have a village, you know, to get a, get a, get yourself a village, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, they it makes life easier. Life group, right? Yeah. Sure. Just, let oh, let man, look at that. Plug. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. 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 Freedomcenter.church slash life dash group. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Adam? Yeah. I think community is huge. And longevity in community is huge. Um, yeah. I think, like, uh, um, that's why you guys can't move back to Fenton, right? Because your kids are already. Oh, it's such you're, crap. you're already rooted in <clears throat> yeah. Idaho now. Did you just, like, you're rooted here first. Like, yeah, I said bullcrap. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> now I got to put the explicit. Yeah, right. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, like, um, something that I wish I would have been speaking to young dads. I wish I would have spent more time when they were six months before they were, um, like when they were just in your hands more often. I think I wish I would have spent more time praying over them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would charge you with that. Okay. To, I mean, every time you hold them, you know, let yeah. them hear your voice and praying over them. And I, right. I, uh, my son asks me every night and he's, you know, going to be 11 and he's always like, dad, can you pray for me? So I think, you know, um, I wish I would have just prayed over him more because I was holding him all the time, right? You know, and just making weird yeah. baby noises, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to coo with them. Right. Really, it's or trying I, to stay awake. Declare, declare their future. Declare yeah. their because. You know, declare their destiny and who they are, and let that be a prayer. Declare their the person they're going to marry. You know, and I wish right. I had done more of that. A specific person they're going to marry? Yeah. Or? Well, oh. <laughs> just that they'd find, you know, he right. would find a, you know, a godly woman who just says yeah. yes to the Lord always. I think right. that's what I'm praying for my girls especially is that. Yeah. Um, so I think just praying over them when they're like that old would be right. really cool. Awesome. I'm going to do that with my next. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll see how he turns out. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's so crazy that you guys are having another kid. Because it's been eight years between kids, nine, nine. years, nine years between mm-hmm. kids, almost, and, and we're the same age. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have an infant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and <laughs> well, I was just telling him the other day when he came over. I said he's not the same age, and he has right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I told him the other day when they came over. I said you guys are always like four steps ahead of us in life. It's weird that we're on like a even playing field with this one. Like you have a kid that's younger than. My kid, yeah. yeah. So, but it's yeah, okay. It's we'll just... have more kids after this one. Yeah, no, you guys will. Yeah. But you might too. This might not be the last kid that you have. I'm game for more. You know. Uh, yeah. If Brooke can, you know what? Honestly, like, I here's, <laughs> I sympathize with men who are in the delivery room. Yeah, I, I want, feel like I've, men. Get, I've heard you say this on no, social media a lot, and I kind of want you to elaborate that on a, a little bit. Oh, well, I feel, I feel like, like every woman listening to that is like, are you I, here's me? what I'm going to say. I'm going to say this. About tread lightly on this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little this. scared. Yeah. I got to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm going to say this. I want to preface this, that by n- in no way am I belittling the excruciating 
pain and courage and strength that women have yeah. and Amen. go through yep. in childbirthing. Heroes. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. You are a hero, yeah, mother. Totally. <laughs> women are heroes for sure. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I did tell Brooke, I'm like, man, it'd be great if your sister could go to the delivery room with you. Because... <laughs> Hang on. I said this. I said. I said this to her. I said because it's exhausting for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! My, I, really, my, I really my, believe that Faye would have gave me like a stiff jab. Yeah. Directly. No. no to the my face. wife kept telling me she's like. My wife kept saying no. She, he's joking, and I'm like, I don't think he is. <laughs> he's serious. No, I am no, serious. No, he's really joking. And Brooke just laughed. And then she said, don't ever say that from the platform. Yeah. And I told her, I said, but it's it's okay because I prefaced, you know what I mean? How wonderful and strong women are. Yeah. And, but it is, man, it's, it's it's exhausting being up there and watching your wife go through that. And then you have to go home and they, I mean, they're laying down the whole time. (laughs) Right. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, we gotta stop before we're yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Uh, Politically correct, Carl right. is crawling into his shell yeah. right now. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot to make Pastor Carl uncomfortable. I feel like I'm seeing it right now. Like he's getting uh, it's it's a uh, it's like a, PTSD a for- squirm and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel. It is. It, I will say it is. It is difficult watching your wife. Yeah. Experience that amount of pain. Yep. And you can't do anything. About I, no, it. not There's a thing. About it. Not a yeah. thing. And I, you know, Faye had to have pitocin. You know, like her yep. contractions Same weren't strong enough, so that made it. Yeah, it's worse. it's. I mean, and the recovery, and I mean, just seeing them in pain as a man is difficult you know I, I will definitely say that that it's right it's a uh traumatizing that's, that's a better way of saying it because i think they just weighs heavy on my psyche yeah, yeah <laughs> that's why i get so exhausted yeah right yeah that's that's a better way of saying yeah, it. yeah that was, that's i am tapped <laughs> yeah i'm just og right <laughs> So are you? You're gonna go to the hospital though, right? You're not. Yes. Okay. Right. We just need to clarify that that you. No, I am. You will all right, be Brooke. If you're listening, you got it on uh, digital proof yes. that no, they'll be, be there. The Unless hospital. I sleep in. <laughs> were you kids? Were they born in the middle of the night? During? Do you remember? Yes. Okay. We They're were always at, born in the middle. I feel like yeah. I don't, we I don't were know there. Why it doesn't like, ever happen during the daytime? So I actually uh, I went to Star Wars: The Last Jedi came out that Thursday night. And Lauren was like 41 and a half weeks pregnant. So like as pregnant as they would let her go. And I was like, well, I'll just go to the movie. I'll have my phone on me. Uh, call me if you need anything or I'll, I'll leave and we'll go to the hospital or whatever. So I made it through the whole movie and I got home and I went and laid down in bed. And five minutes later, her water broke. And that was like, all right, we're going to the hospital to wow, have a baby. Convenient. He stayed yeah, in there right, just yeah, long yeah, enough yeah. to let me see the new Star Wars <laughs> movie. Because it probably would have been like three months later. I probably would have seen it at home. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, three if you're months. listening, Hollis, thanks for letting me uh, go see that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four three months. Time. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, if, if there's not anything else that you guys want to talk about, I, I think it was a really good Father's Day podcast cool. to talk about yeah. wives and um, babies and just being a dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Anything else? 
It was good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no, glad you were able to be it's here always good to be joke here. around and well, you feel encouraged when you like leave totally. Freedom Center. Oh yeah. Because like I know when my and anytime my dad goes out to Boise and comes back, he's always like, I feel so encouraged. I could actually read you a tweet that he sent me. A tweet um, or a, I mean, text. a text. Okay. Um, he said that. <clears throat> I don't know if this was before he saw the live You're not stream. about to say that he's going to move or anything like that. Right? No. Okay. We don't say that on the podcast. Yeah, right. He's not moving. No, I don't remember. He just said, man, every time I feel it, I'm in Idaho, I feel like it's a reunion and I don't want to leave. And I'm like, oh, same here. Right. Yeah. That's why I said just like three months out of the year, you guys should just swap houses. You can come here in the summer. He'll stay there. He preached to each other's congregations. Mind, and then you rotate. I don't mind staying in idaho for the summer yeah because it's like vietnam out here right <laughs> it's With humid humidity oh you can't man this is like the eight weeks of the year that it's not frozen tundra right right that's true well maybe you'll do it over christmas or something yeah january yeah, there you yeah, go. It's horrible here in january <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah. i don't want to come in january <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for coming. We're glad that you were able to do the podcast and talk to us. And yeah. uh, hopefully it won't be too long before we see you again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll be back awesome. next week, Freedom Center, or whoever's listening to this podcast with uh, JP Dorsey, our next uh, speaker. He's awesome. You don't want to miss Sunday. It's going to be really good. Uh, very, very smart guy. Um, you're going to learn a lot. So we'll see you next week. Bye.